right, and welcome to the Counterattack Podcast. Long time no see, folks. Uh, I know it's been a while. Uh, it's dusty in this room. It is. Because clearly is. we're the only group that records in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we have a, a treat for you. We've got a full house in the room to talk about the Champions League quarterfinal draw with me today, going around the table. Richard Woodall. Rich, how are you? I am well. How are you? Doing well, sir. John. Energy. <laughs> Smiles. Jesus. He's lost wow. his hearing. You the listeners can see you smile. <laughs> You're scaring me. Yeah. Uh, John Lucaneshi. Great, man. How are you? Doing well. James Big. Sir, always a pleasure. And on the ones and twos, John Noon. All right, fellas. So we, we got the matchups, the final eight there's some juicy ones. I guess we'll start with Manchester United and Bayern Munich. So immediately when this was drawn, I guess everyone was like, oh, remember that 1999 Champions League final? When, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> when Sheringham and Skolskaya scored. Scored. Wow, it's a tongue twister. At the death to steal it. Since then, I think Bayern's won twice in the Champions League against uh, Man United. But the Red Devils will likely need to do something as crazy as they did in 1999 to, uh, to beat the behemoth that is Bayern Rich, is there any way they can do this? Um, I don't think so. I mean, I'd like to be optimistic that, you know, it's the Champions League, it's two games, anything can happen, there's always the away goal, you know... BS. ...scenario, whatever. Yeah, total BS. But, um, no, I can't see it. I mean, Bayern is incredible. They have a 23-point lead on Dortmund at home. They're incredible in the in the Champions League. Uh, maybe not as high-scoring as, as Real Madrid, but it doesn't really matter. I mean, tactically, they've just... They've been so superior to... Uh, you know, to to what was supposed to be like opposition. Um, so it's like it's hard to uh, I don't know. It's hard to see Man United doing something special here. Uh, I mean, the, anything can happen, whatever. But I think like looking at a three 0 win against Olympiacos is like an anchor for <laughs> or like a, a catapult for success. It, it, it shouldn't have came to that, right? That's yeah. I guess that was the and that's the, the other story. thing. It's like the, there was that dreadful game the first leg. But. Uh, I was reading John Lucas post today on the Score dot com, just comparing the midfields. <laughs> I, it's ridiculous. It's crazy, John. Luke, I, I think this is where the match is won and lost, and not only is it won, it's thoroughly one-sided. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the list of players in uh, Bayern Munich's midfield is unbelievable. Uh, but I just, I mean, you feel so bad for David Moyes, even if you don't like Manchester United, right? I don't personally, but you just feel so bad for the guy. He finally gets a win. You know, he finally gets something, something that could potentially save his season. And then he gets shit on by getting drawn against Bayern. Well, uh, but to be fair, the guy sort of dug his own grave the moment he started talking about, like, we can win it now. And, like, yeah, well, we can take on well, anyone yeah. in the table. It's like, all right, well, here's Bayern. Good yeah. luck. Yeah, Way exactly. to dig your own grave. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what you get for speaking out of turn, right? I guess uh, if they wanted, if I guess an imperfect world, Manchester United would have looked at Borussia Dortmund as a possibility just because those guys are just so ridden with injuries and problems themselves. But I think that would have been a more narrative-rich matchup anyway with, with you know, Klopp possibly yeah. taking the job himself but James I guess we saw what Chelsea did against mm-hmm. all odds a couple of years ago didn't come in the top four but yet they somehow won the, won the Champions League I guess that's the template United's going for but there's there's the quality there I don't think you can stop the steamroller that is Munich at the moment I mean as Richard touched upon they're, cl- they're going to tie up the title by you know the end of the month potentially the way they're steaming along at the moment and I don't think as good as United's result was the other night that it's going to be enough to give them the impetus to go and, and, and take on Munich. I mean, as you know, Gianluca touched upon it, the midfield comparison is terrifying, frankly. You've got 40-year-old gigs, 
Fellaini, who's coming back from injury, and then Michael Carrick. Yeah, that, that doesn't really stack up for me. It also serves as a really painful reminder to United fans as to how long ago 1999 <laughs> actually was. Uh, you're forgetting Tom Cleverley. I don't think you're giving That's him true, I am forgetting, and many people have forgotten Tom Cleverley as well. <laughs> I think Tom Cleverley forgot Tom Cleverley in the, in the grand scheme of things. I think they'll be fine. They just need to watch videos of Leon Osman and, and Phil Jelgioka enough to really know what it's like to beat Bayern <laughs> Munich in Europe. I think that's really the key. Or Norwich City videos, just yeah. to throw my plug in there. Nin- <laughs> the, you know, the spirit of 93, oh, Jeremy wow. Goss. Oh, yeah. that's right. There you that's go, right. we've done it. Well, let's see who co- reaches for the World War II uh, analogy first, because I'm sure that's coming from someone. Po- probably the Daily Mail. They're usually good for it. I think they're going to let the sun do it this time. <laughs> you know what? Them there. Yeah. Uh, also, I guess David Moyes will get an up-close-and-personal view of Tony Cruz. If they do really want to land him, they're going to have to spend a lot of money. What better time to see him kick the shit out of you and be like, all right, please come to our side. That's how year. these things work, right? Like, of course. Here's what you're missing. Buy me. Yeah. I humiliated the team that I'm going to because they paid me $50 million. Yeah. I guess. All right, the next tie, which should be much more in- interesting on paper, at least. Barcelona versus Atletico Madrid. This is the first time they'll ever meet in continental competition. Barcelona, Barcelona attempting to reach their seventh consecutive Champions League semifinal. Right now, I guess we're looking at a counterattacking side versus a possession-dominant side. Who do you favor going in, Gianluca? Uh I actually like Atletico Madrid here. Um, I mean, I think obviously it would be an upset. I think if we go around, Barcelona might be the consensus pick. Uh, I'm interested to see because Barcelona plays the first leg at home. I mean, how many times have we seen them play the second leg at the new camp? And just I think it's probably the biggest home field advantage in the world right now. You see them just dominate teams in the second leg. They start slowly so often, and then they get that second leg at home and they smash whoever they play. So uh, having to play the first one at home and then you know going into uh, they call their own there. That's going to be a ridiculous atmosphere in the second leg. So I think that'll be huge for uh, for Atletico. These games haven't been barn burners so far this year. I think three games, three draws, two goals. Do we yeah. expect anything different, James? I think it's going to be really tight. I mean, jean Luca brings up a great point there, that first leg at home against a counter-attacking side who are going to sit back, look to soak up pressure and hit you on the break. I mean, they're set up perfectly as an away team. And they could quite easily sneak a good draw here or even sneak a one-goal uh, advantage going into the second leg, and that would make things very, very interesting for the return leg. Yeah, I mean, historically, these two sides haven't produced lots of goals between them. They're very tight and they're very evenly matched in terms of uh, results. I think it's going to be really tight. Um, I still think Barca will probably come out ahead, but I think it will be no pushover by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, not much to add. I mean, there's like two nil nils and one 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 this this season. Yeah. Obviously, whatever. It's a small small sample. Blah blah blah. But the point is, is that uh, you know I could see penalties with no goal scored Jeez. being an obvious. Thing. I know it's not it's not what you want to see necessarily, <laughs> but um, whatever. You can play into like. What this means in terms of Tata and, and, and the future, his future in Barcelona. I was going to say, the knives are out for David Moyes, but I think yeah. the knives are they're, they're they're being in. sharpened for Gerardo <laughs> Martino. I could be wrong. I haven't been too knee-deep in this now, but um, I've been hearing that he's going to take... Uh, they're thinking he's going to take a job at Argentina and they're not going to get in his way kind of thing. I so. think it's almost been... He wasn't included in the board meeting which were when they discussed next year's plans, which so is kind of the... So it's probably a fait accompli maybe at this point. And also, when he was appointed, I don't. I didn't think the idea was that he would be the next Pep Guardiola there. This was a stopgap till they found their next guy so with the El Clasico coming up on the weekend as well this is uh, quite the stretch of Barcelona they're four points behind Real Madrid you would think Champions League is they have a better chance there if they can't get a result on the weekend but this is the interesting thing I mean uh, what is it Atletico's three points out Barca's four that's right uh, so they're like neck and neck basically in the league a, so then you get this whole thing like is it good to go out of the champ is it better for you know Atletico to go out at this stage just to like preserve their- you have to assume that Real Madrid will will continue on yeah, after this, right? Yeah, they look crazy. They look crazy. We'll talk that's, about that. And that's a, good, that's a good segue into our next matchup. Real Madrid, Borussia Dortmund. 
11 months ago, Robert Lewandowski shocked, I think, everyone when he scored four goals in the first leg to basically take that, that tie. Now this might be his final big moment for Dortmund, and he can't even play in the first leg. Wah, wah. Dortmund themselves just destroyed by injuries. Gundogan, Blazikowski, Schmelzer, Benders, Subotic, they're not going to be able to play. Which is like, yeah, <laughs> which is like their first team. Just don't call If you if you look at the lineup they started last year against Real Madrid, I believe they'll have three of the same players in the starting lineup. Is this the impossible task, James? Uh, yeah, uh, you've just reeled off those names there that are missing. Uh, that really is the impossible <laughs> task. <laughs> I mean, you know, particularly when you're coming up against a side that are hitting some nice form at the moment with people like, well, let's face it, Ronaldo's been in form all season and Bale is finding the net on a regular ba- Bale, basis. Too. Bale looks like that guy that they spent all that money right, for. Right, he's, he's coming into his And he has now. been for a while consistently. Right. It's not like a late flowering either. So yeah, I, I think it's way too much of an ask. I mean, you know, it was nice last year for, for Dortmund and, you know, as you, you recall, you know, the four goals were, were really entertaining. Madrid, though different proposition with so many players missing it's going to be a really really tough ask for them to go there and get anything I think I think uh, I'll just add that um, what is it Real Madrid is like 29 goals you know 9 of them against Schalke uh, in the Champions League campaign so uh, and Schalke's not Crystal Palace yeah exactly (laughs) they got some players on that team which is a great point Uh, so this is the the issue you're looking at a really depleted squad but it's like you can talk about well if they eke this out and they get a nil-nil here it's like nah that's not what happens against Real Madrid you can maybe bunker I don't know how that works but if they get out of there if anything better than a two-goal deficit probably the thing is and as Gianluca said with the Barcelona game the fact that the first leg is at the Bernabeu that is the one thing I think Klopp can devise a plan in which they build the biggest bus ever created in the history of mankind and (laughs) try but then it's one of those things so so they build that bus maybe Real Madrid gets one goal Mm -hmm. two goals alright they're still going they're still playing at home they have to get those goals to make up the deficit they leave themselves open at the back and then we saw what happened against Schalke Mm -hmm. with that solo run I mean they're just so incredible in the build up play they're incredible in the counter-attack so and I think Zenit kind of exposed that Dortmund defensively is not not nearly where they were last year and yeah. even though Hummels will probably play he's been he's been mired by problems with injuries as well I think Piszczek is the only guy there that's really a regular that's at yeah. full strength and you're playing a team that will kill you down the wings lit like they will feast on you so Jalunuk I guess what, is is there a way that Klopp can kind of generate something here? No, I think like everybody else has said, I mean, you touched on the injuries. Maybe if Lewandowski was in there, uh, you know, you've had right. all these injuries for so long. It's not like all these guys got hurt in the last week. You know, you've been playing without them. You know how to play without them. You know, you've integrated other players into the lineup, what have you. But then Lewandowski gets the suspension right away. So just mentally, I think, you know, you've got all these injuries, but then mentally you throw that on top of it. I don't see it. It's unfortunate because this is the end of an era for Dortmund. Move us wrong, Klopp. Please. 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 (laughs) They're going to play this podcast in the dressing room. (laughs) They don't believe in you. Do you believe in yourselves? (laughs) He said they'll never surrender in his uh, his, his press conference. Churchillian. Wow. Well, you know what that is. That's like, hey, come come hither and and, and speak in your language. Just a last note on this. It is kind of disappointing because I guess a year ago today, we're talking about Borussia Dortmund as the feel-good story in football and how they've basically done it from the grassroots up, even though they have bought a few players from other teams themselves. I don't know if it's fair. They've had like such bad luck uh, with the roster this season. But you, I think you got to consider that more. Gundogan's probably gone in the summer as well. Yeah. I think you can say that out of Marco Royce, maybe as well. Royce is the real killer because, yeah. you know, it looked like... You know, when they picked him up uh, from Gladbach, who was like sort of... Like, and like there was he, a sense so, that it was a revolving door. And that, exactly. Yeah. And he's one of those guys where it's like, well, they, they're they not the only guys who are poaching. Bayern Munich isn't the only evil giant. But now it seems like Bayern's really consolidated their gains. 
Let's see. Stranger things have happened. I, I guess that's a good question, though. So United or Dortmund, who has a better chance at pulling off the craziness? Probably United. Yeah, United just whatever. because there's You've the, heard it first. Just Bayern, United. Manchester United is going to beat Bayern Munich in the Champions League quarterfinals. Century. Only because the, uh, it's United. That's right. the only reason. Right. I know that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> there's no you know analysis backing that up whatsoever. <laughs> but you never know. You never know. They always have something... There's something they can pull out, and Was we saw Clive, had- Clive Tildesley in, in the '99 final. He's like, they 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 must score. They always <laughs> score, and then they did score, and then they yeah, did. Yeah, they yeah did. exactly. For I find that banner that's hung at Old Trafford, the impossible dream, quite quite rich these days, especially in recent days, mm. recent years. But now maybe maybe it's- that maybe that comes back, and it's like, yeah, no one thinks we're going to do this. Part of me would think it would be amazing because be it would just cool. be this incredible sort of uh, press meltdown. Like, yeah. what do right. we do with this person? And then there's the other thing, and I mentioned it on my little write-up too this morning, is that it's now it would be ammunition for for aggrieved Moist supporters to say, "Well, he did it against Bayern. Right? He beat That's Bayern, right. and they can yeah. bring out the chosen one banner again." Yeah, <laughs> I think they're still. Is this still credit? Up? It's still up. It's uh, still up. And wouldn't you like to see Bayern fail? Just, well, just this is my thing. This is my thing. They're not. I know the, we've discussed this before. They're not the lovable teddy bear that. I mean, maybe there's a defeat waiting to happen in Bayern. It's got to happen sooner or later, right? 50, con- 50 consecutive domestic matches in with the a league, loss? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just like Ws. All right, the last, the last matchup, and it might be the juiciest one of them all, PSG-Chelsea, egos the size of Mount Everest. <laughs> yeah. Jose Mourinho versus Latan Ibrahimovic. Moneybags. Oh, Kashiko. Bo- I think... Bo- <laughs> oh, I like wow. that. Wow. Copyright. I don't, I don't remember who I stole that from. Okay. On Twitter, yeah, that's but good. Don't yeah, credit them. Don't credit them. We only yeah, copyright that. Yeah. <laughs> we don't. We don't credit people for anything. No, um, no. Both sides probably like their chances in this draw, which is, uh, I think Barca Atletico is the closest one to that. But I think both sides would fancy their chances. It seems like PSG is being kind of underrated, which is very bizarre to me, considering. Devang Desai did not. Didn't you? I have mm. them winning this all. Yeah. So I don't underrate them. In fact, I overrate them. To a fault, but you, you just rate them. I think I rate them. Yeah. I rate them highly. I think there's a lot of bullshit angles you can sort of crow in here, like oh, Laurent Blanc doesn't have manager. Well, and I think and Europe. I think that might be the most legitimate of the bullshit yeah. angles. Jose Mourinho, whatever it is, whenever he gets into the Champions League, he brings his side to the semifinals seemingly all the time. Yeah, he's done it before. Laurent Blanc, done what? Mm. Fucked up for France, the World Cup. Yeah, um, but I mean, this but is- what have you done, Laurent Blanc, in your career? Sorry, Loser. sorry, sorry. No, it's right. Not even the World Cup. Sorry, that's probably wrong. Uh, what do you think, Rich? If if uh, t- a coin toss, yeah, you that's got? what I said. Yeah? I said to the guy on the radio, I was like, oh, that's or whatever I was talking to. Guy College on the radio. newspaper, <laughs> hospital them, radio. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what they didn't even want me on. I was calling in a show about medical aids. Can <laughs> I just give my opinions about football? No, um, no. I just said I think it's a total toss up. I mean, you have an incredibly talented. Uh, you know, incredibly talented midfield that was, you know, purchased at huge expense at PSG. Their mission is the Champions League. That's why PSG exists in Europe. Uh, you have, they have Zlatan Ibrahimovic, who doesn't fit in any system, just does what he does because he's Zlatan, essentially. I guess that's like a cliche, but I, I, I don't know. I haven't seen much evidence to the contrary. And then, uh, you know, they're up against the Chelsea side that at least Jose Mourinho now has suddenly decided isn't the shitty team he's been saying they are all season. So, uh, and they don't look at that way either. I mean, it's still very functional. It's still very Mourinho-like, and it's... And it's a slight boring edge, but uh, you have like Edo. Edo is like still scoring goals. I don't know. I think. Oh, jeez, table bang. Um, oh, sorry, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> Rich's flappy defensively, hands. Defensively, my Khrushchev moment. Yeah. I think defensively, everyone's like, "Well, John Terry and Gary Cahill have been the revelation this year. They've been very solid back there, but they haven't ran into the likes of a Cavani on the wing and Ibrahimovic yeah. coming at them in the in the front. John Luca 
PSG the favorite. I would I would say you agree. I would agree with that. And you touched on how PSG's been so underrated, or they seem to have been underrated. There's no better remedy for that than playing an English team, is there? For right? sure. Yeah, that's English true. media power, right? So I think we'll get to see, and hopefully Ibrahimovic brings it on the big stage. And uh, I think PSG will go through ultimately. James. Yeah, I'm leaning towards PSG as well, simply because it's Latan, who's fast becoming one of my favorite players, simply because the guy is just a colossal beast of a player. I'm looking at the photograph that Jean-Luc has used in his uh, roundup of the draw this morning, and like, I wouldn't want to face that guy. <laughs> and listen, I'm not, I'm not anywhere close as talented a defender as John Terry or Gary Cahill, but holy crap, this guy's a beast on his day. If you want to talk about John Terry and Gary, uh, you know, Cahill, just replay the Sweden goal. Just yeah. going to do that. Yeah. Who is stopping that goal? Yeah. Right. Doesn't matter. You can be defensively aware, astute, in the right position. Disciplined? No, you can't I have a that. feeling we're going to see John Obi Mikel in that tie as well, which is Ooh, wow. I think they're going to they're going to go. Marine's going to go old school. Mm. I was going to say 2004. A five, player who's yeah. never made a forward pass in his no. entire life, <laughs> no. always square or backwards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so overrated. Keep, yeah, going keep it safe. Keep yeah. it safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Among it's the all about percentages. Yeah, exactly. percentages. <laughs> rank, rank them, rank them. If up. you want a 9.3 on who scored, that's all you need, right? Exactly. Just complete those passes. Um, we're talking about Blanc versus Mourinho. I think the other interesting one is Cavani and Ibra kind of auditioning for Jose Mourinho and the Chelsea brass because those two names have been linked with a move to Stanford Bridge. Cavani more so. I think Ibra's he'll stick around because they're paying mm. him in gold and and people. So it's it seems oh, like I'd a love to see thing. him in England. That would be amazing. I, was, I think I think Cavani. He's been everything he said in the media in terms of playing out out of his out of position. He's been very good about it and he hasn't really whinged at all that we know of. But. He's in his prime years. I have a feeling he's going to show in the World Cup that he should be playing up front. And then a move is in the offing, and where else but Chelsky, Kashki, mm-hmm. right? Very interesting. I guess before we go, and I'm I'm already on the record at saying that PSG is my pick because I feel like I'm tired. I'm tired of everyone else, <laughs> really. I think even though PSG is made of money and they're equally as dubious as some of these other teams in terms of where they get their cash, that's not really our concern anymore. It happens. It's football. It's my concern because I care. Jesus. Rich, <laughs> your <laughs> Rich, your pick. Your pick uh, out of these eight. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll support you in the, uh, wow. the outliers. Wow. Jump no, on I'm the van. No, I'm, not, I'm not getting on PSG. There's not enough about. caviar to go around, man. Atletico. Uh, Atletico. Ooh. I'd love to see them. I'd love to see a dark horse in the European final. And so, really... love or... No, brain uh, no, like brain, brain probably Bayern, okay. unfortunately, which is kind of I, I hate repeat. I guess that doesn't happen very often, so that's kind of cool, like mm-hmm. repeat Champions League, you know, European Cup winner. But meh, uh, I, I just I like the idea of Atletico being at both the, almost at the summit of La Liga and and you know progressing far into the Champions League because it's like whoa, how did this happen? Right. How did we get here? Like, but realistically, it could be you know could be Real Madrid too. So I don't know. I'm waffling. Diego Simone, next coach of Barcelona. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to work. All right, John Luke, Brendan Rogers. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> hey man, that, there's a mirror, oh, mirror God. article. Yeah, rumors be swirling. Yeah. Um, this is going to be boring then by comparison, but I'm going to say Real Madrid just because win the damn tenth one already, so we can stop hearing every year <laughs> about how you're so excited to win the tenth Champions League title. Just get it over with. I really don't think that's a far fetch. Yeah. I think it's a, that's probably the most logical yeah. pick you could I make really, right now in current of like, form. Even if you form. put them against a team like uh, Bayern, it's still you know it's the amount of goals they score. It's yeah. just it's, mm-hmm. it's incredible. I'm going also for Real simply because they're just coming into form at the right time and they've got some real hot talent in the team not that Bayern does not but I kind of look at Bayern's season I think there's got to be at some point this year when you slip up and you've got to run out of steam eventually and I just feel like Real is getting a real head of steam up now and the way that Bale is now firing supporting Ronaldo I think they're the guys to watch so there you have it PSG Atletico 
Bayern, Real Madrid. Any of these teams could probably win this except Dortmund and Man United, and they'll probably end up playing for the title because that's how it works. That's how it's going to work. works. <laughs> and we'll never hear the end. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for listening. Uh, we will see you next time. Take care. Check out thescore.com slash counterattack for more soccer goodness. Check us out on Twitter too, at rwill and at decideevent.